Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood with Mike Tom. A near-death experience changed the life of our guest today forever. And now he's using his own experience to help others to find peace in their life and to remove fear from their decision-making. Today we're joined by Nick Nicholas. He'll speak on peace as well as love, empathy, and finding comfort even through chaos and actual tangibility to make it happen. He'll share his story with us today, and he'll talk about his new book, Reclaiming My Life, My Journey Back to God. Nick Nicholas is a professional speaker who is mentored by Zig Ziglar, very well-known public speaker and author and life coach. Nicholas has written a book. It's called Reclaiming My Life, My Journey Back to God. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what led you to write this book. Well, actually, the ultimate thing that drove me to writing the book was a near-death experience. And this happened in December of 2015. But where it all started, I guess, uh, I grew up in a Christian home. And, uh, and then over a period of about nine years from the time I was a junior in high school, uh, three very traumatic things happened in my life. And as a result of that, I kind of walked away from God. And for 28 years, I was a rogue individual, did a lot of stuff I wasn't really proud of. And uh, then in October of 2000, I'm sorry, of 1980, uh, I met an individual uh, whom I've now been with for 40 years. <laughs> And it started to turn my life around. And I decided that I had to get back on track. And from that point forward, I just started doing things. Well, as a matter of fact, I wound up, uh, I did crash to the point that uh, I went to my priest and he said my life was such a mess he couldn't help me. So huh. he sent me, I had special operations background. So he sent me over to a, uh, counseling center for uh, that was at that time at Fort Devens to help these guys come uh, special forces guys coming back from missions. And since I had a background, they decided to take me and I worked with one of their counselors for a year. Uh, I was really good then, but I decided that there was more to it. And so I spent 14 years working with a Christian counselor and the learning was enormous. And then when I had the near death experience, it all just came crystal clear, and everything has built since then. Now, you've done quite a lot in your life, um, never mind your faith journey, but also in business as well. It says you were mentored by Zig Ziglar. Yes, that is correct. I was a member of the National Speakers Association for many years, and of course, so was Zig. And I would meet him at the NSA conventions and things of that nature, and spend a little time with him when I was there. Uh, first time I met him, he spent about an hour and 15 minutes with me. I was in awe, ab absolute, absolutely. I finally looked at him and I said, Zig, this is fantastic, but I don't know how I'm ever going to pay you for this. <laughs> he said, oh, don't worry, you're going to pay me. And I, my heart just sank because this guy was getting a lot of money. Yeah. And uh, he, he said, what's going to happen? He said, PC Merrill told me one time that I was going to be a great one. He said, I'm going to tell you that you've got the opportunity and potential to be a great one. And when you do, he said, I want you to do for others what I'm doing for you. And then you will have paid me. Hmm. And that's what you're that's doing. It. Absolutely. 
Well, I'll be frank with you. I believe that God gave me a mission. And all those years of tragedy and heartbreak and all the rest of it that I thought was so terrible, as I look back on them, they were nothing more than the uh, preparation for what I'm doing today because I had a drinking problem. I work with folks who have alcohol problems. Uh, I was in multiple betrayal situations. I work with couples and individuals going through that sort of thing. So it, it's hard to help folks if you haven't been there. And so it was all preparation. And I, I, I believe God has guided this entire thing. What is, uh, what's been the best part of this experience now that you are able to help others? Uh, well, golly, that's, uh, there, there's been many, many things. Uh, first of all, I have to tell you that just when I walked into the light, uh, the love, the peace, the calm that I felt, uh, there's no words to describe it. So that would have to be the ultimate high point. The other thing is it, I, it is so rewarding to see people's lives change. I've worked with over a hundred clients since January of 2016. Uh, every one of them have seen some level of change in their life, depending whether we work for a short time or a longer time. I've got four or five clients I've worked with for a while as a life coach. They've completely changed their lives. Um, two of them have been through very nasty divorce situations have since found new partners and are in wonderful relationships now. Uh, two of my clients took it into their business as well and have significantly increased the success of their businesses because the main thing that they learned from this is how to, to understand that fear is nothing but a question. The question is, am I going to be okay? Can I handle this? The answer is yes, because God gave us the skill, the knowledge, the ability, and the strength to handle anything that comes our way. If we doubt it, all we've got to do is look back over our life. How many times have we been in a negative, bad situation, we thought, but yet we came through it. We handled it. It may not have come out the way we wanted it, but we handled it. And we'll always be able to do that. So once people understand that, they can diffuse fear. The reason that's so important and the reason it changes your life once you're able to do that, every decision is made emotionally first. There's only two emotions, fear and love. In my opinion, love, the emotion of love, is God living within us. The emotion of fear is the other guy. And when we make our decisions out of fear, we're doing it in a situation where fear has blinded us, paralyzed us, and confused us. We can't see the big picture. But when we make it out of love, out of the positive emotion, then we see the big picture and we make better decisions. And so once we learn to manage fear, at that point, we have taken control of our life. In your book, uh, Reclaiming My Life, My Journey Back to God, you talk a lot about that fear and anxiety, how it can uh, consume us and control us. And let's face it, right now in 2020, a lot of people are pretty fearful and anxious, right? Uh, do you have any advice for us on ways we can manage that then? Absolutely. First of all, we have to realize there are things we control, things we influence, and things we have neither control nor influence over. 
what's going on in our country today, we as individuals have no control over. We may or may not have any influence over it. Probably not. The only thing we have total control over is ourself. Once we understand that, once we make that decision that the responsibility is mine, now I can say, all right, am I frightened at all this? Yes. And I'm going to tell you, I've been doing this stuff for a lot of years. And when all this stuff hit, I had fear like everybody else. However, having learned how to manage fear, it only the, the real fear only lasted for a very short period of time because then I said, okay, wait a minute. I'm going to be okay. God gave me the skill, knowledge, ability, and strength. I can handle it. I can take, I can do it. And so therefore at that point, I ceased being frightened. Now it doesn't mean that I'm going to keep, not going to keep my eye out and be prudent. I'm going to do that, but I'm not going to allow the fear to control me. So the first thing we have to do is understand what it is we control and what we don't. And we don't control all of that out there. If we allow it to control us, then it controls our life, not us. And that's what's happening in our country today. The level of fear is allowing, we are allowing all of that to take control of us. And once we learn and once we understand that we're going to be able to handle it, then we will not have the panic that we've got right now. So what are some things that... Uh that you see that are giving you hope for the future right now? Um, considering most people are going, what, when is this going to end and, and when will things return to normal? Here's what I believe. God gave us free choice. And that free choice was to make our decisions out of fear or to make our decisions out of love and embrace him. And I believe that he is going to have enough impact on enough individuals that in time this will work itself out. Uh, over the years, my time in the military and all the rest of it, I have seen evil turn on itself and destroy itself. And I truly believe that somewhere down the line that's going to happen. But we are going through a period of time. All those years that I was rogue, I had to learn. I had to learn the importance of what was going on in the world. I had to learn to understand God's plan. I believe as a nation, we're taking that same walk. We're going through that very difficult time, but there's something for us to learn. And if we learn that, we will turn this thing back around. That That's my opinion. I'm excited for the future. I think there's so much out there that can happen. We, we are such an advanced nation. If we just put God back in our lives and back in our country, I truly believe that this will all turn around and become a wonderful place to live once again. Do you have, uh, like, who should be reading this book? Who did you write the book for, and why did you decide to write it? Uh, okay, <clears throat> I decided to write it because I believe that it's a message that everybody needs to hear. Now, the way I wrote it was a mini autobiography. The reason I did that was so people could see, you know, that I wasn't just some academic writing this stuff. I've lived it. And that there is hope. I want to give people hope because the day I crashed, all I wanted to do was die. If I'd had a weapon, we would not be having this conversation right now. But all of a sudden, I heard a little voice that get help. And I didn't know where to go. I'm Catholic, so I decided to go back to the Catholic church and talk to the priest. But what happened, the driver that caused me to do that was 
I was hopeless at that point. I wanted to die because there was no hope. But then I realized that my reason for living was a thousand miles away. And that was a woman that I'm now with, had been with for 40 years. And that gave me the inspiration and the motivation to turn my life around. And I believe that every one of us in the world today are facing one kind of challenge or another. Many people are starting to feel hopeless. And when there is no hope, there is no tomorrow. I wanted to give a message of hope, but I wanted it to come from the perspective of somebody who had walked the road and been to the point where I was hopeless and how to come back from that. So the audience is, I guess, really widespread. I can't say that it's for one particular group. It's a, it's a message for everyone. And the message is hope. And that's a message everybody needs right now. It is. And there's every reason for us to be hopeful. You know, it, it's, I don't know exactly. Sometimes I have difficulty explaining this because of, of when I was in the light, I was so consumed by, by the love and, and the peace that, uh, and it stayed with me after, after I came back. Uh, and by the way, that was all brought on by a major electrical issue malfunction in my heart. I was 12 seconds away from death. Wow. But the, the thing of it is that I came out uh, two weeks after, two weeks after the near death experience. One morning I woke up and in my mind, I had that beautiful light in my mind. It was in, it was a vision of my mind and I saw a strobe coming from that light directly into me, in my mind. And I said, oh, my gosh, is it possible? Is it possible? God is a superior, positive energy force of love and lives within every one of us through the emotion of love. He did say that he created all of us in his image, but no two of us look alike unless we're identical twins. I believe that that our being like him is through the emotion of love. And if we'll embrace that instead of fear, we can live peace on earth. That's why I say that if we will practice these things, then we will actually live a life of peace in a world of chaos. And here's one thing I would like to share that I think will help everybody. Every decision starts with a thought, either positive or negative. That thought generates a feeling, positive or negative. Every feeling is attached to either emotion or love. You have a negative thought, you have a negative feeling, it's attached to fear. But we don't recognize it as fear. We call it, ooh, I'm angry, I'm frustrated, I'm upset. Every one of those are feelings attached to the emotion of love. Next time you feel angry, ask yourself, what am I afraid of? Hmm. Then realize that it doesn't make any difference what happens. You're going to be okay. Now, on the other hand, if you have a positive thought, positive feeling, the emotion is love. And you're compassionate, you're caring, all of those wonderful things. How can we learn more about yourself and about your book, Reclaiming My Life, My Journey Back to God? Uh, I have a website, nickcoaches.com. And, of course, the book. Uh, I have a YouTube page, Nick 
coaches. Uh, I have done, my son and I together have done nine podcasts. We have already posted three of those on Facebook. Two of those have been linked over to the website. Uh, there are going to be more of those to come. And also on the website, I've got some, uh, blogs. I'm, I'm writing a blog and uh, I'm, I'm putting up that information as well, trying to get this information out to as many people as possible so that we can start living a peaceful life. Thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, sir. Well, thank you very much. It's been my pleasure. And uh, you guys have a wonderful day. Don't forget that you can always listen to the conversation again. Anywhere you get your favorite podcasts, be sure to subscribe and leave a rating. That makes it easier for others to follow. You can also find the audio at podcastville.ca.